Here we are. There you are. Here you are. You pay. You came back. Look at you. Look at you coming back. Yeah, you didn't even even like this podcast, and look at you. You're back listening. Here you are. Look at. You. I bet you. I wonder what you're doing. Are you eating some food? Are you chillaxing? Are you working? What are you doing? Anyway, I want to start this episode a little bit different. I call this one the Music Minute, man. Uh, music. I love music so so very much. You know, it's like it's like taking, um, you know. So if I, I want to do like you know a needle of heroin, I just listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, instead of doing a needle of heroin. Sorry, that was that was a pretty aggressive joke so right out of the gates. But anyway, so we're gonna start. I'm just gonna. I got four songs. I all five songs actually. I got five songs. I'm gonna read all of their lyrics out so everyone knows what their lyrics are. And these are actually these are five. I like all five of these songs. So even if you think these songs, like, you know, we're going to get into it. But I, I, I enjoy all five of these songs. Okay, first one. Luck Be a Lady by Frank Sinatra. They call you Lady Luck, but there is room for doubt. At times you've had a very unladylike way of running out. You're on this date with me. The pickings have been lush. And yet, before the evening is over, you might give me the brush. You might forget your manners. You might refuse to stay. And so the best thing I can do is pray. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck be a lady tonight. Sing along if you know the words. Luck if you've ever been a lady to begin with. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck let a gentleman see how nice a dame you can be. I know you've treated other guys you've been with. Luck be a lady with me. A lady doesn't leave her escort. It isn't fair. It isn't nice. A lady doesn't wander all over the room. And blow on some other guy's dice. Let's keep this party polite. Never get out of my sight. Stick with me, baby. I'm the fella you came in with. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck let a gentleman see just how nice, how nice a dame you can be. I know the way you've treated other guys you've been with. Luck be a lady with me. A lady doesn't leave. It doesn't leave her escort. You know, it isn't fair. It isn't nice. A lady doesn't wander all over the room. It doesn't blow on another guy's dice, that's for sure. So let's keep the party polite. Never get out of my sight. Stick with me, baby. I'm the guy you came in with. Luck be a lady. Luck be a lady. Luck be a lady tonight. Frankie Sinatra, beautiful little song. You know, you gotta like it. Luck be a lady tonight. This is just a real song. This isn't even comedy. This is just history. Get over it. Next song. Next song. This one is a very, very close, near and dear to my heart. This is Some Days There Just Ain't No Fish by a Hoagie, Hoagie Carmichael. This is my, I like it by Hoagie Carmichael. So ain't no fish, ain't no flounder, ain't no tuna, ain't no fish. Holy mackerel, some days there just ain't no fish. Ain't no perch, ain't no flounder, you flounder for fish. Ain't no fish, 
And although at times you get a messful, other days are less successful. Some days there just ain't no fish. Ain't no fish. Ain't no fish. Some days will start mighty fine with a splash, with a nibble that tugs at your line. Mighty fine. But you reel it in to find you've caught a beat-up shoe that's leaking water. Some days there just ain't no fish. Tomorrow is unpredictable, so it may be sound advice to put away some extra fish on ice. Holy mackerel, wish for a catch every day and you're wasting a wish for some days. There ain't. No fish, ain't no fish, ain't no perch, don't get left in the lurch. Holy mackerel, some days you throw out your bait, and the world is your oyster with pearls on your plate, doing great. Other times you may play all the angles, still your line just dingle dangles. Some days there just ain't no fish. Tomorrow is unpredictable, so it may be sound advice to put away some extra fish on ice. Holy mackerel, wish for a catch every day and you're wasting a wish. For some days there ain't no fish, some days there just ain't no fish. Tone a barracuda, pick her a hull hunting ground until you're sick her all. Holy mackerel, some days there just ain't no fish. Love this song. If you haven't heard the song, I kind of sung it. You probably never heard it before. No, because I kind of know the demographics of this podcast. And usually, you know, because most listeners are 19, 22, or 18 to 22, you probably haven't heard this song. Hoagie Carmichael, what a guy. I like the old music, man. I'm an old soul. But let's, uh, this is one, this is the top of the charts these days. I, uh, I, I found Glass Animals. One of my uh, one of my indie buddies, you know, indie independent movement buddies. He uh, he showed me the Glass Animals. It's uh, quite the group, but um, I'm I'm gonna say the lyrics, and this is not it's not gonna sound like the song, and I'm I'm not gonna. So a lot of the song is like they just like. What was that? I said so. So road shimmer wiggling. Uh, so this is heat waves. This is this is the top of the chart song. This is this is the lyrics to the song heat waves. The thing that's making everyone freaking bubble and this is the song of the day. This is the song of the days. Okay, so heat waves by Glass Animals, road shimmer, wiggling the vision, heat heat waves. I'm swimming in a mirror. Road shimmer, wiggling the vision, heat heat waves. I'm swimming in a, and then you got a you got a big, you know, like in the song. I'll try to I'll try to remember the bookadushes. It was like, sometimes all I think about is you, late nights in the middle of June, heat waves have been faking me, not freaking me out, faking me out, can't make you happier now. And it says again, sometimes all I think about is you, late nights in the middle of June, heat waves been faking me out, can't make you happier now. Okay, okay, and then it goes, usually I put, oh, he sings like this, usually I put something on TV. So we never think about you and me. Okay, jeez, I'm, I'm not going to go through this whole song. But today I see our reflections clearly in Hollywood laying on the screen. You see how it's a good song, right? Okay, and then it says, you just need a better life than this. You need something I can never get. Wow, these, man, these lyrics, man. 
Wow. So it's basically, I don't want to go through all the lyrics. This one's, this one's kind of sappy. I, don't, I mean, I guess I could, I could be a sappy podcast, but it's just like, everyone knows this song, and it's just like, you can't fight it. You you can't fight it. You can't breathe. You say something so loving, but now I've got to let you go. You know, it's like, there's a lot, everyone knows this song, but it's like, yeah, the lyrics are fun, but they're kind of like, everyone knows, like, yeah, and I know, you know, whatever, you can't make me happy, whatever, cool. You know, and then, then you got, then you got, this, so I do like that song. I also like this song, Kiss Me More by Do, Doha Cat, by Doha Cat, it's, it's great. You know, like, we hug, and yes, we make love, and always just say goodnight, la, 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 la. And we cuddle, sure, I do love it, but I need your lips on mine. Can you kiss me more? We're so young, boy. We ain't got nothing to lose. Oh, oh, it's just principle. Baby, hold me. Because I like the way you groove. Oh, oh. Boy, you write your name, I can do the same. Ooh, I love the taste. La, 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 la. All on my tongue, I want it. La, 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 la. Boy, you write your name, I can do the same. Ooh, I love the taste. La 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 la. All on my tongue. I want it. I I feel like fucking something. And we could be corny. Fuck it. Sugar, I ain't no dummy dummy. I like to say what if, but if. We could kiss and, you know, just cut the rubbish. Then I might be on to something. I ain't giving you one in public. I'm giving you hundreds. Fuck it. Sign in, sign first, middle, last on the wi- sign first, middle, last on the wisdom tooth. N words wishing that the pussy was a kissing booth. Taste breakfast, lunch, and gin and juice, and that dinner just like dessert too. And when we French refresh, give me two. When I bite that lip, can get me two. He want lipstick, lip gloss, hickeys, too. Oh. And then it goes into that, can you kiss me more? We're so young, boy. We ain't got nothing to lose. Oh, oh. It's just principle. And then it goes, uh, boy, you write your name. I can do the same. Like, all right, that's, okay, I get it, whatever. And then it gets next in line. Say, give me a buck. Need that gushy stuff. Push the limit. No, you ain't good enough. All your say you lost without me. All my bitches feel like I dodged in the county. Fucking with you feel like jail. I can't even exhale. Pussy like a holy grail. You know that? You're gonna make me need bail. You know that? Caught dipping with your friend. You ain't even have man lying on you. You know that got me a bag full of brick. You know that control don't slow the pace. If I throw back all this ass for real. Drama make you feel. Fantasy and whip appeal is all I can give you. And then it goes like, yeah, yeah, like. Boy, you write your name, I can do the same, and I love the taste. Ooh, la, 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 you know? So, it, yeah, I, I, it wasn't verbatim on the, on the whole, you know, Kiss Me More lyrics, but it's a good song. Like, I, I obviously butchered it, but those were the lyrics, you know? I got, I got, the, I got the two big ones in there. I didn't want to say the, uh, the N-word, but 
you know, we're gonna, yeah, you know. But it's a, what a song, dude. Great song, good vibes. Who cares about the lyrics? Last song. This one is my personal, personal favorite. It's, uh, it's Cheesecake by Louis Armstrong. And I'll do it in the Louis Armstrong voice. My girl loves cheesecake. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, cheesecake, munching on cheesecake, munching on cheesecake. And this is like a different guy. Cheesecake. Cheesecake, munching on cheesecake, munching on cheesecake. Cheesecake. Cheesecake, gobble, gobble, cheesecake, gobble, gobble, cheesecake. Cheesecake. Cheesecake, gobble, gobble, cheesecake, gobble, gobble, cheesecake. Cheesecake. Oh, cheesecake, munching on the cheesecake, munching on the cheesecake. Cheesecake. Oh, cheesecake, gobble, gobble, cheesecake, gobble, gobble, cheesecake. Cheesecake. My girl, she's crazy over cheesecake all the time. So I'll bring a cheesecake and she'll treat me mighty fine tomorrow. Cheesecake, munching on the cheesecake, munching on the cheesecake. Cheesecake. Cheesecake, munching on a cheesecake, munching on a cheesecake. Cheesecake. Oh, cheesecake, gobble, gobble, cheesecake, gobble, gobble, cheesecake. Cheesecake. Oh, but up, cheesecake, gobble, gobble, cheesecake, gobble, gobble, cheesecake. Cheesecake. My girl, she's crazy over cheesecake all the time. So I bring a cheesecake and rub to dip to do dap doodle dap yeah. Oh, cheesecake, munching on a cheesecake, munching on a cheesecake, cheesecake. Oh, cheesecake, munching on a cheesecake, munching on a cheesecake, cheesecake. Oh, da-da. cheesecake, gobble, gobble, cheesecake, gobble, gobble, cheesecake, cheesecake. Oh, cheesecake, gobble, gobble, cheesecake, gobble, gobble, cheesecake. Crazy over cheesecake. That's a real song. Look it up, cheesecake by Louis Armstrong. I love doing Louis Armstrong voice, one of my favorite voices to do, because it's such a beautiful voice. Anyway, now that we got that out of the way, 14 minutes of just pure music to your ears, I bet, you know? Um, so everyone, this message goes out to all people. Start a podcast. Everyone should have a podcast. And, you know... Some there was there was a birdie who disagreed with me about this. He's you know not not he he she them they there's them zig it they they said not everyone should have a podcast. And you know I agreed with him at first. I was like yeah I guess not everyone should have a podcast. But then I was like no, every person can podcast. You ever seen Ratatouille? And there was that the the cook the cooking ghost who was like everyone can cook, everyone can podcast. Everyone has a life. Everyone, hopefully, I guess, yeah, if you can't speak, maybe it'll be tough to have a podcast, but I think you can type in what you want to say, and then they, then the, there's, like, that weird, like, you know, lifeless TikTok voice that could, like, do it for you. Everyone should have a podcast. Why? I'll tell you why. Why should everyone have a podcast? Why? Well, here's why. Because uh, Joe Rogan apologizes. Joe Rogan had to apologize. So, what happened? You got Neil Young out crying against the Joe Rogues. You got Joe Rogues in his corner talking like Joe Rogues, like Joe Rogues for so Joe Rogan time. You know, it's the Joe Rogan experience. 
But then you got Neil Young over here. Now, well, for some reason now, saying that he can't have his content up and running on the same platform as Joe because of what Joe has said. Joe, now, you know, Joe had to come out, apologize, do whatever he had to do, telling people he's going to be more balanced, that he's not going to say whatever he wants anymore. He's going to, it's going to be not just his show. It's going to be a more balanced show, whatever that may mean. So, you know, he had, he had Alex Jones on the podcast. He's probably going to have the opposite of Alex Jones come on the podcast. That's probably, I think that was the, the gist of it. You know, he, 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 he's a man and he's got tastes, but now he's so big that he's just this giant COVID-19 information hub, informa- not just COVID-19, for all this information. And, you know, he's got several million viewers, several million. And, you know, there's some big, there's some big money players who uh, would like to squash him like a buck because he's just a – he's not helping. He's not helping big business. You know, I mean, I think he is helping big business. But for some big businesses, they probably wouldn't like. I mean, some politicians, they probably wouldn't like him. Talk, talk, because he, he's a real man. He talks raw content, and and raw conversation isn't great for you know getting shit done. Maybe. No, I think raw. I take that back. Because I'm giving you raw conversation. We're getting shit done. Raw conversation can be scary and frightening to some viewers at times, but. Got to keep it raw, folks, because why not raw? Yeah. Anyway, so that's happening. You know, Joe Rogan apologizing. Wall Street Journal, look it up. It's a big story. It's a big hub of a loo, folks. But uh, so what's what's happening? What uh, What's happening here? So this is why everyone needs to start podcasts, because they, uh, they, they just uh, they want silence, you know. They don't want us. They don't want us talking. They want uh, they want you to work up, you know, the 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 ladder to become something, and then when you become something, then you can speak. But if you're not anything, you shouldn't be talking, you know, because once you start bitching, you start moaning, you start documenting, you start journalizing, and then you know you just took a good thing and you just made it all sour. And you made it all about you and about how you want to talk about. That's not cool, man. You should become something in a company and then talk. That's what they want. They don't want a person like me making a podcast like this, having little to no credibility. I mean, you know, I'm, I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. But, you know, I have very little experience when it comes down to, like, experience world. But, like, you know, here I am giving my opinion. Cause like you know my story, my story no good. But your story, your story all good. My story, my story no good. But your story, your story all good. Your story all good. It's all about picking stories. Cause like, you pick the wrong stories, no good. You know, no, we picked the wrong story. We didn't mean to tell you that story. We meant to tell you this story. You know, it's all about choosing the right story. Because if you tell per- the the pe- if you tell a person the wrong story at the wrong time, then you know, they might change into a, you know, whatever. So you got you to gotta make sure you tell the stories at the right time so everyone is going to have a nice, peaceful, you know, so everyone's nice and peaceful. But uh, for some reason, uh, you know, in today's culture, it just seems like every person is a good guy. You know, it's just like no matter what you did or who you've been with, 
every person's a good guy. You know, we're all good guys. We're all good guys. And I agree, you know, especially with people with a lot of money. I mean, it's, it's tough. You got a lot of money. What are you going to do? It's bad, and if you're a good guy, and you know, and especially when you have a lot of money, that's probably one of the biggest things you're, you're you're worried about. Is like, am I a good guy or a bad guy? Am I a good lady or a bad lady? You know. So, you really, yeah, you gotta th- sit and wonder. It's like, am I, am I, am I, am I good or am I bad? You know, because a lot of people, I think they just they just get they don't even think about good and bad anymore on like their own moral you know compass. They kind of just they're like, well. The company needs this, and I gotta, you know, I'll get an extra bonus payment. So I have to, I have to, you know, like we have to get these viewers, we have to get these clicks, you know, like, so, you know, it's like you're doing things that don't even make you happy, you know, you're just doing them because you think you're gonna get bigger. And you think getting bigger will solve your problems, but it only expands them. So, it's very, uh, you know, because everyone thinks more money helps, more money doesn't help. Less money helps. This is why we have to create poor politicians. Yes, folks. It, we've realized, to be a politician, you got to be somewhat successful, right? You can't, you can't be a louse, right? You can't be a louse on the couch to be a politician. I'm here to change that. I think we should... Um, Yes, and I think there should be a demographic, a, a percentage of politicians that are billionaire, trillionaires actually running the shit. But I think there also should be some very important politicians that also have a say that are also, you know, middle class, don't make a lot of money, but they're there making choices. And then there's going to be some, you know, the, the, lower, the, lower, the lower party. And this is like, you know, we're scraping these politicians off the street. They haven't showered in weeks. They smell of, you know, freaking white owl cigarette, white owl cigarellos. We're talking, you know, we're smoking black and milds. They reek of like cheap booze, and you know, you know, they're smoking crack right before they come in. It's like, you know, and we got them on video. Like, look at these low class politicians smoking crack before they go in, and they're like in their in their cheap suit that they got because they can only afford that. And it's not like we're going to give these politicians money so they can, like, you know, we, we, they stay as they stay. You know, if, they, uh, if, they're, if they're on, well, if they're on, like, whatever they're on to, to survive, they got, like, you know, like, they're just, you know, you know, like, so, whatever, drug addict, you know, maybe, like, and usually, you know, sadly, they're probably a veteran as well. So you have that person who's been so, you know, just not a political component of the system. You know, because our, 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 most of our politics, you know, they're just highly educated, highly sophisticated, lot, usually just, you know, connected to lots of money for lots of good reasons. But now, you know, if we want real, like, you know, balanced conversation, we should have the vagrants in there, you know, just boozing up the place, smelling bad, bad ideas, but, you know, disrupting the conversation. Okay, so, you know, shoot the messenger boy, but right now, I think, it's like, it's weird, it's like, you got these, taking and not taking the vaccine is like equally cool, you know, you got this one side that's like, vax it up, you know, you know, so like, we're vaxing it up, and then people are like, 
nice job. You're vaxxed. You ready for number four? And everyone's like knuckle punching. I'm like, number four, here we go. But then there's like the opposite side that's just like, not taking the vaccine. You know, you know, I'm against anybody. No, I don't mean to do that voice, but it's just like there are two very different sides. People who won't take the vaccine and applaud others for not taking the vaccine. Kind of like a political stance almost. It's almost like, it's not even like, you know, Democrat, Republican anymore. It's really like vaccine, non-vaccine. So, you know, you know, in vaccines throughout history, you know, we've, you know, we've had lots in our country, but COVID-19, it just seems to be a bigger increase in the, in the anti-vax movement, you know? It used to be just a couple of like, you know, just a couple of, you know, like hippie, hippy-dippy couples that were, you know, like, would just, you know, they, I don't know, rub roach paste on their children and they'll be like, no vaccines! And they'll be like, I don't know, they'll like, I don't know, spray oranges in their soap or something. I don't know. Like, whatever hippy-dippy remedy they have and they were just like, no vaccines! Only al natural! And they, you know, just gave their kid edibles. You know, something like that. Hippy-dippy vaccine. You know, so like, it used to just be a very low percentage of the population that was against vaccines and we were like, kind of try to teach them that vaccines were good. But this COVID-19, because of just the nature of it, you know, just the kind of the d- distrust, misinformation, not really knowing what's going down, big increase in the anti-vax movement. So, you know, like, uh, yeah, there's, there's obviously, there's going to be a big portion of people who aren't too excited about getting nine boosters. And, uh, you know, I'm a... Uh, yeah, so it's a, uh, so maybe 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 COVID nineteen maybe I'm just maybe I, maybe I'm overstating maybe there isn't a big increase in the anti vax movement or maybe they're just kind of portraying it as a such but I that's just something I've kind of noticed uh, through my day to day I kind of you know reading some uh, some you know some, some bumper stickers I'm reading some uh, some t shirts noticing my surroundings and it kind of seems like. You know, a lot of people are kind of open about, you know, not taking the vaccine, which is, uh, you know, it's, just, it's neither here nor there. It's just uh, this is COVID-19, folks. So uh, if you're going to make a podcast, okay, if you're going to do it, don't make it for anyone other than yourself, okay? So you're going to have a lot of people come out. They're going to start telling you a lot of things and be like, telling you what it should be, what it shouldn't be. It is yours. And know that. But it is your podcast, podcast how you like to do it. And I, I think, I think if, man, yeah, I know everyone, you know, some people are busy, they can't start a podcast. If you can start a podcast, don't even think about the money or anything like that. Just do it so you have something, so you can like listen back and like be like, whoa, that was me. And you're just like, and I posted it and you're just like, oh my goodness, look at, look at me. I'm like surfing. Like, it's like, it's a crazy little feeling, you know? Cause like, you know, I'm getting to this point where like, I can't stop, you know? It's like embarrassing to stop. I'm like, I'm like too many episodes in to the point if I were like, to just like, just hop off now. It's just like, what, 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 what was it? Was it even anything? But if I keep on chugging along and I, you know, if I eat my Wheaties and I take my vitamins and I wake up in the morning and I. I, you know, I start saying, hey, my girl loves cheesecake. You know, it's if I keep going, maybe something will happen. And something is happening. Every time I do this, I just I feel better. You know, life's on a better track. You know, it's uh, it's a good time. So, uh, so 
what I'm trying to say though. So like never never think about your audience. Cause like once you get that feeling that what you're re what you're saying is like really changing the world for the greater good, you know, it's like you're doing the good thing, you're doing the real good thing. Stop. Okay, stop. Back it up. You must have forgotten. You're a chimpanzee, okay? There's like to think that we understand everything enough to know what's good and what's bad. Like, you know how you act, okay? That's about it. You know? You know how you act? You know if what you're doing is good or bad. It's kind of, you know, so it's like, that's what I'm thinking. You know, a lot of people like to, you know, like see what's good and bad in the world. And, like, I also like to see what's good and bad in the world. I like to make my own choice about what's good and bad. But... You also gotta know what you're doing that's good and bad, you know? So you gotta, gotta, well, what, what, what part of my life is good? What parts of my life are bad, you know? So, like, and we, we, we often, uh, we often write over some things. So, uh, but then you got this guy who's like, oh, I'm no chimpanzee. I'm a peer-reviewed genius. Here's the deal, you peer-reviewed genius. A bunch of, bunch of white guys. Telling you to just, that you describe reality the best does not mean you're a genius. And I don't mean to say white guys. It's just historically, you know, the scientific community, the scientific peer-reviewed community throughout history has been white male dominant. But that's neither here nor there. That's just the laws of science. But, uh, you know, but like... What happens to scientists is that they just create this, you know, scientific echo chamber. You know, so I, I just want to, almost done here. I just, you know, a little quick science talk. And this was, this was a, this was a hearty little episode. You know, a lot going on. You know, I'm, I'm stepping on toes today. Science is important. Don't get me wrong. It's very important. You know, to get stuff done, to get, you know, modern medicine, tons of stuff. Science is very important. But it really only goes so far. You know, it's so like. You know, hypothesis, test, results. Then those results from that, you know, experiment go to the peer review. And that's all the other scientists. They get together in a big room and they decide if these results are valid. And then after that process, which is very, you know, vigorous and critical and, you know, oh, did you do this and this and this? And they, 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 they grill into you like, you know, just a big group of guys just going like, and then they, they decide if your if your paper is credible. And what's funny is scholars are often perplexed why more individuals cannot grasp this concept of peer evaluation. Not all of us give a fuck how the universe works, you know? Scientists do, and scientists should, but not all of us are scientists. You know, I mean, we could say we're all scientists, but that's like, it's like, it's, it's putting a blanket term on science. It like, you know, some people say everything is science. Everything technically, I guess, is science in the view of science, but not everyone wants to view the world through science. Not everyone wants to be a Scientologist, you know, so that, you know, like, which is a religion, you know, it's like a fictional, you know, like, it's crazy, you know, like this guy, he's like a science, science fiction writer. You know, like, he's like a crazy science fiction writer. And he just like started writing down all these things. And then he's like, hey, you just got to find some celebrities. And he, he like got them. He got the celebrities. The celebrities are like, this makes sense. 
And then it got it got out of control. Not out of control, but like not out of control any other religion. I mean, this religions are crazy. All religions are crazy, you know, because they're just it's like belief of like a story. And it's like if the story makes sense and you like what the story says, that's you know that story could be your story. Isn't that cool? But I'm just saying, not everyone gives a fuck about science. So like you know, I'm talking fishermen. You know, fishermen are just fishing. You know, there's a science to what they're doing. But they, you know, in the in the end of the day, they're just trying to get the product on the boat, on ice, to the plate. Okay? There's really not much more science going on than that. They're not like, we're not hypothesizing. Oh, they're hypothesizing where they could buy fish. They're hypothesizing where the best rates are. But, you know, it's like all that jargon that goes into the science world, all that stuff that they think is so important to everyone's reality is like... It's an echo chamber, you know? So, like, they, you know, and often, like, they, they're just so smart, those scientists, and they're so smart that they can't get more people on board because they're talking way too smart. You know, like, we, we, it would take us light years and eternities to just catch up to where they are. Because, like, we, the average Joe doesn't talk that way. You got you to gotta get a guy in there who can explain it easily, okay? Because... You, you get the scientists and they start talking all their, you know, their do hypothesis, ooh, pseudo, you know, they put that pseudo word in there and it's like, what is going on? I don't want to, you don't even listen to it. So I'm talking construction workers. Hey, I got to put up a wall. What? You know, so it's like a whole different perspective of life. Cashiers, what do they give a fuck about? They're just beeping all day long. They just beep, beep. Where, where's the code? Where's the, and you're like, where's the code? And then you're like, you flip it over for six times, and then you get it finally, beep. And then it's like a big bag of apples, and you can't scan this one, so you gotta type in the little PLU code, and you're like, four, three, three, one. And it's like, and then the computer's like, weigh your apples. And you weigh the apples. It's funny, they don't even need cashiers anymore. I'm my own cashier now. I go to the self-checkout so much faster. Because I'm better than most cashiers. I found out from the self-checkout that... I could beat probably most cashiers, you know? I mean, like, probably not all cashiers. I'm not saying I'm the best cashier in the world, but I'm just saying I'm a pretty darn good cashier. I'm like, I know all the PLU codes. I know where to find the PLU codes. I mean, I'm a good cashier. That's why, I, you know, I'm, I don't want to be a cashier, but, like, I'm just saying if I needed to be one, I'm a good one. And when I need to be one is when I go to the store. And I'm a pretty good cashier. I'm, I'm not bad. I might have to say so. Uber drivers, like, they don't even need no science, you know. They got the phone, which, you know, they got it. Boom, phone, in the face. Gets you from point A to point B, cashing in the money. That's it. No science needed. So, if scientists want more people to give a fuck about science and therefore, you know, actually evolve science, like everyone's been talking, because right now science ain't going nowhere soon if we keep, uh, if we can't, we can't, we can't talk differently. Because uh, right now... I looked at the equations, all like the was like fourteen freaking equations of the world, and I was just like, it's just like I, I don't I, I tr you try your best to like understand, but not all of us are mathematicians. And I know math is like is one of the most important because it's like the universal language. Because it's just like you don't need to know Chinese to understand like a Chinese like you know mathematics. You know, kind of or maybe not. Or, like, maybe it's easier translated, like, math is easier translated than, like, an essay 
in Chinese. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? It's like math is important, but not all of us are mathematicians. So how do we explain the science to the non-mathematicians? Yeah. It can't just it can't just be uh, it can't just be uh, uh, cartoons all the time, you know. So we got we got to think of uh, some new way. That's why I'm here. James Day today. Explain the science to the, the people who don't understand the science. Because I kind of understand it. I'm just like a, I'm like a buffer, you know. I don't want to, definitely don't want to be looking at a microscope. I like, I'll, I'll look at a microscope, but not every day. It's just like, it's like one of those things is like, I like looking in the microscope, but as like a, you know, museum kind of looking in the microscope. I, it's not my job. It's not my job to be looking in the microscope and deciding this is this and this is that because that's just it's just preposterous to me like I, how am i supposed to know the difference between a flagella and like a, the little bacteria and like and if you zoom in further it gets more crazy and then if you zoom in even further it gets very very um compartmentalized and i'd rather just go to the museum and then you show me and explain to me what's going on and then i can learn but like not everyone is a nice i don't know where i'm going with this i'm not a microscope worker I could be if I grinded the books and cracked the books, but I don't. I don't necessarily want to crack the book. But like, maybe one day I'll crack the book. Maybe I'll be. Uh, maybe I'll be a you know microscope guy. Cause like, there's microscope people. They look at microscopes all day. They got their, their microscopes. They're micro. The mic. They're the microscoping people. But some of us, instead of looking through microscopes and discovering the world through a microscope and you know the universe, some of us are just trying to. Drink water, eat some food, good food, fuck, and fall asleep. That's it. That's all we want. You know, some of us want to, you know, build a railroad or, you know, sign a treaty or, uh, you know, uh, mine Africa for computer minerals you know some people they, they got things they want to do you know save ukraine you know things they want to do but uh you know some of us are just trying to drink eat fuck fall asleep and the rest we could really give two shits about because in the end of the day you got to read it right you like for you to be fully understanding what's going on in the world you got to read it all and it's always available you can always read it all and you can always get the world view that you need to make a moral opinion but in order to get that opinion you got to read it all and that's where that's where musk is coming in with this freaking you know this freaking like hey let's put a usb in the head so we could all understand it quicker but that's not there's a lot of steps before that musk okay a lot of steps I think the first step is we gotta we gotta put antennas in our heads, you know, so we can listen to the radio all the time. This is just science, you know. So uh, scientists, I don't mean to rag on you that you, you do truly great things, but you know you live in this kind of reality of this cart compartmentalized nonsense. It, like it truly is, it's just a bunch of compartmentalized nonsense. It does help you explain shapes and curves and phenomena and stuff like that but it's just um some people don't want them explained like you know yeah i understand there's a phenomenon happening but i just want to enjoy the phenomenon 
instead of you explaining the phenomenon, you know, like, I just want to enjoy the fun. And then they're just like, you just want to enjoy the phenomenon? Why, why, why wouldn't you want to know how the phenomenon works? And, and you're just like, shut the fuck up and let the phenomenon phenomenon. Ugh. All right. That's what we are doing today. Before I leave, I have some very, the, num the numbers are in. This is a new segment. I have so many new segments, I have to write them down. But I don't write them down. So, the numbers are in. Numbers of U.S. adults who aren't working because they are. So, they're not working right now because they are. So, we have, you know, 8.8 .8 million people, U.S. adults, are caring for themselves or someone else sick with coronavirus symptoms. So, there's 8.8 .8 million who aren't working because they are caring for themselves or someone else. 5.3 million are caring for children who are not in school or daycare. So they are not working because they are caring for their children. And then we have 3.2 million people not working because they are concerned about getting or spreading the coronavirus. So that has been the numbers are in the number of U.S. adults who are not working because they are you know, either caring for themselves or someone sick with coronavirus symptoms. Remember, that's 8.8 .8 million. Or caring for some ch children not in the school or daycare. That's 5.5. Or concerned about getting or spreading the coronavirus, which comes in at 3.2. These are just polls, folks. But you get, a, you, get a, you get a good picture of who's not working for, for which reasons. But these worker ab absences are, are really holding back company growth, you know. Someone's got to work. We're all eating still. We're all drinking water. Gotta keep working. Gotta keep working. Can't stop working. What happened to the handkerchief? You know? Used to be you just go around, handkerchief in pocket, get a little sneezy, you cover it with the chief. But now, and you know, you get mad at me, but I, I agree with the vaccine. Vaccine, you know, scientifically, I don't understand like how it's made. But I understand that herd immunity, if you can take it, you can't like take it, you know, it helps lower the spread. Makes sense. But the mask, you know, I get it. If I have a big runny nose and, you know, I got like a bubbly snot mouth and, you know, I have to go buy groceries, yeah, throw the mask on. And I agree with that. If we see people in public with that phenomenon going on their face, yeah, maybe it should be a publicly okay to humiliate them and make them slap on a mask. I'm okay with that. But, you know, if your nose isn't running, if, you know, you're not spitting out of your mouth, but that's the thing, like whenever we talk, we spit. It's the way of the world, folks. You know, you know the people who talk and talk and talk and talk spitting all over the time. That's why I got this little, uh, you know, there's this, um, when we get the video, you'll see I have this, um, it's like a, it's like a net that goes above the microphone so I can spit into the net and it doesn't, all my spit doesn't get into the microphone, you know, so it's a, it's nice, it's like a spit net. But, uh, yeah, from McDonald's to FedEx, this, uh, this Omicron is making it hard to staff. Now, I have a little bit of a COVID conspiracy, but, uh, coming back from the work, I think COVID is a great excuse to not go to work truly is whether you have covid or do not have covid saying that you are 
in fear of spreading the coronavirus because of, you know, you know, whether now whether you're in bed sick and you don't want to spread the coronavirus or whether you're in bed hungover because you don't want to s- let your boss know that you drink on Monday nights, you know, is neither here nor there. But like, you know, COVID is the excuse of a lifetime. It's, it's fantastic. Whether, whether that was the plan or not, it's a joke. That's a joke. It definitely was, definitely was not the plan. COVID was not the plan to give workers a great excuse to get out of work whenever they wanted. No. With a pandemic of this stature, using COVID-19 as an excuse to get out of work is phenomenal. And as you can see with the numbers, you know, we got 8.8 million, 5.3, 3.2. Okay. And these absences hold back companies. Those companies make sure we have military and government, but we need the big companies. Without the companies, we don't have workers, and we need the workers. So get out there and get a job, even if it kills you.